Well, you guys, you have already got the picture here. I, I was about to say, you know, I, I'm sure there's some disappointed people here. You know what? You know something? You know something? If you had told us one year ago that we were going to come in third in Iowa, we would have given anything for that. And you know something? You know something? Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. And we're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! Oh, Deanie, Deanie, Deanie. Yeah, do you remember that was enough? Yeah, that was enough to get you... uh, The entire campaign. Yeah. Like that, overnight. Now you can make fun of retard people and uh, get elected. Yeah, pretty much. Imagine that, imagine that. Hi guys, we're back! Woo, vacation! Yeah! (laughs) It was, uh, I gotta say, I missed it. I really missed it. It did, I've been been itching. Like like the itchy asshole kind of itching. (laughs) Like that can you can't really do anything about, that kind of itching. Yeah, you might want to get that check, sir. Uh, yes, but you got to pay a little much the way I like to do it. Oh, well, all right. Anyway, <laughs> we are back for yet again another wonderful episode of us talking shit about everything. Um, man, it's been a while. Uh, yeah! you, <laughs> you went to Vegas. and Hell, uh, yes, I did. For the children? For the children. For the children? For the children. Um, I went to, uh, I stayed in... In the state of Arizona, but for the uh, children, of course, for the children, of course, you know, <laughs> got to keep it safe around here, run these streets. But um, a lot of shit happened, man, in uh, the last two oh, weeks. Oh, hell, a lot of crap. Fucking crazy shit. So let's just fucking dive right let's into do it. it. Um, James Gunn, dude, fuck. It, Marvel didn't go to Comic Con this year, but they fucking. Fired James Gunn from doing the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and that that's fucking horseshit. That's just, just stupid. Like, have you you've said some stupid shit online, haven't you? I do it on purpose. I'm exactly. still trying to get, I'm still trying to get this bad publicity. <laughs> well, I uh, I mean I know I've said stupid shit in the past. You know, I can't remember anything off the top of my head, but I'm sure I've said some stupid shit in the past. But I. I don't know. Have you read the tweets? Did you ever read them? Uh, no. Uh, I'm trying to remember. What was it? Something with like making... It was like a joke about pedophilia? Was that what it was? It was... it The one that kind of struck me and I was like, that was a little too far. Maybe a little too far. Was he was... He said, uh, I just saw The Expendables 2 or 3 and... Uh, something along the lines of like it was so awesome I fucked the little boy's vagina next to me I'm like (laughs) like one that's fucking weird it's kind of confusing kind of confusing and two slightly over the top but it was ten fucking years ago man like god jeez I penalize him more for it just being a bad joke it just doesn't make much sense I don't know no unless 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 he's unless he has like a weird meta joke going on where he's like I'm so happy that not only was the young boy next to me a young lady boy, but I also <laughs> felt like engaging. That makes slightly more sense. Still a little off, but I, I don't know. Still a little racy. I'm but... not, I, you know what this is, man? 
it, it just feels like okay, this whole trying to like hunt people down for shit isn't working on some people. So it's just like this weird like, well, let's just go find these other people we know we can snag and dig out. Just, it's getting so weird, stupid. man. It's getting fucking weird. People it, getting fired real quick over everything. Nobody wants to be associated anywhere. It's like eh. it, what what pisses me off is that you know. Of course, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, Infinity War did amazing, and, you know, it it just seems convenient to me that, you know, these tweets come out, and, like, all this shit comes out, like, when people get super fucking famous, and super well-known, and it makes you not want to be, like, well-known at all. Like, it's hard, because you, you think about it, and you're just like, I feel sorry for these people, because we don't know what's real, we don't know what what is is real or isn't real and we can't even question it we can't even we can't even say like you know uh, where's the proof for of something or explanation like that? context nothing yeah, we can't question any of that because we're fucking automatically crucified for like oh so you don't believe them and like no i didn't say that i just you know i'm asking for proof that's yeah, like I, always two sides <laughs> well the other dude you could say the same i don't know yeah, this whole just jumping the outrage is weird. It makes me yeah. think there's some other weird shit going on. But. but I was thinking about this, too, and I was thinking uh, to myself the other day, when I heard it, when I heard the news about James Gunn, I said, um, if DC really wanted to fuck with Marvel, they would hire James Gunn to do the next <laughs> Justice League movie. They could turn that shit around, or oh there's other plethora of team-based shenanigans they have going on, though. Yeah. Oh, the the um, what is it? Teen Titans that they're doing. There's a I think it's gonna be called Titans, but yeah, it's basically like Teen Titans live action movie. Nice. Um, they're doing that. They're Suicide Squad two. Oh yeah. Um, they need help on that one. Get you know what? I don't again. Uh, that one wasn't too bad. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't like phenomenal. Like yeah, it should have. I just been, don't I know think. if they're really. I'm not sure what the sequel's even gonna be in that. Anyway. But somebody from that movie is getting a sequel, uh, Harley Quinn. Really? Harley Quinn is, well, okay, so here's the weird thing. It's being framed as a movie the Harley Quinn is a big part of. But much like Suicide Squad, where she was heavily advertised, but mm-hmm. it's just part of the team, it turns out this movie is going to have um, another DC team of infamy in it. It's going to be a Birds of Prey movie. Okay. Which is kind of interesting, because for the most part, Harley Quinn's not really a bird of prey. I, we're not really sure what the fuck's going on in this movie. Basically, a bird of, birds of prey are like this, for the most part, female-centric like hero team. That There are some dudes on the team throughout the history of the, of the thing, but it's basically it's like Batgirl. Um, like Hawkeye ends up becoming one of the first... No, okay. um, anyway, there's a whole bunch of flying people, flying-centric yeah. people, a bunch of women. Catwoman's part of it at some point. So, they're going to bring in this whole cast. It's going to be super freaking interesting. I don't know, like, how she fits in. She, they're going to put her on the team. They're fighting her. What's going on? <laughs> we're going to bring back fucking Jared Leto. Oh, God. <laughs> well, did, you heard about, uh, uh, speaking of the Joker, that they're going to make a fucking Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie? Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Same time. And fucking Johnny Cash is a Joker? Like, I, I don't see it. I do not see it. I, it's more Old. watchable. I'll give you that. Now, is it an is this an origins movie or is this just a single centric movie? No clue. They just they just said un, untitled uh, Joker project is greenlit with um, Joaquin Phoenix. You see, 
here's how I can see this movie working. Okay. We could have uh, like an old haggard Joker who's been getting like the shit kicked out of him by Batman for years, all fucked up. And it's just like this old gangster is just kind of coming back, like he's fucking around. I come back and show him how it's done. He just goes like on a psychotic rampage. Maybe he finds out he has like terminal cancer or something like that. So like Logan, but um, Joker. Pretty much, and maybe a Johnny Cash cover of Hurt. Love it, right? I would watch the show. Exactly. That sounds fucking <laughs> sweet. <laughs> um, kind of like Death Wish, but you know. Yeah, possibly yeah. still lift his watchable. Yeah. Watchable. Hey man, don't don't fuck around with seven. They killed Joker. <laughs> Speaking of um, the DC franchise, uh, Aquaman. Do you see the trailer Aquaman. for that shit? I saw some Aquaman trailers. Seem to be investing at least a heavy budget in it, man. Yeah, like a lot of fucking they're, sea creatures. Thank God they are not fucking around. Jason, this time. Jason Momoa, real fucking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. Here's the thing. It's like, why didn't you guys do that in the fucking first place? That's that's where I think they be made first. That's where I think they they went wrong. They released Justice League way too early. They should have had like individual movies like Aquaman, Wonder Woman. They should have established the story first and then created. That's what Marvel because teams don't mean shit if you don't know about the characters. Yeah, it's just a team. You're just like, what is what's his deal? What can he do? And then you're just kind of like blindly going into the story, not really knowing what the fuck's going on. Exactly, and it's like. Now you started, and here's another one like uh, Shazam. That's another movie that they previewed at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, they previewed a movie, and it's like, okay, DC's making some good moves. They're going for both. They're going both for a nice dramatic character building movie, but they're also saying, hey, we're superheroes. We're pretty fucking ridiculous. Do this. Shazam is like looking like it's gonna be like this. This kind of like more comical kind of based. Not offensive. Not in like a not, not, not in a Deadpool sort of way, but more a little more innocent. But basically, like, because again, the character itself is a thirteen-year-old who basically turns into a grown man whenever he yells the word "Shazam." It okay. was an interesting character. Okay, I, I I have an issue with this. What is this? Um, I saw the Shazam, um, a preview, the trailer, and I didn't like it. No, I did not like it one little bit. Not not even not even a morsel of it. And I'll tell you why. Why? I mean, it was it was funny. And I thought, like, okay, it's real cheesy, real sticky for the kids and stuff like that. I get it. Cool. Fine. Whatever. But he did the fucking floss dance. And if I see one more motherfucker do the floss dance, I swear on my fucking life I'm going to lose it. it. Oh, my God. I hear the question. Is that is that worse than the, the stupid roll the dice and kick your leg out one that came first? Um, that one's yes, still going, too. Yes, I would say, I say it's worse. I, I like cursed that little fucking backpack kid for fucking doing the dance and Katy Perry for fucking egging it on. God. <laughs> I, I was I was on board and I was watching it and I was like, all right, you know, it looks a little cheesy, but I'll, I'll fucking watch it. And then I saw him do the fucking floss dance. I was like, nope, not watching it. Not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll let Mike watch it. I'll let anybody else watch it and they can tell me all the fuck about it, but I ain't fucking watching that piece of shit. Ugh. It just it it just irks me down to my core. It just oh god. Oh, here's the last. And here's the thing, because this movie doesn't come out till next year, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Ah, that, it might. I don't know. No, 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 no. It comes out this year. I oh, think it's in really? December. Oh, okay, good move. Because I say if it was too long. That that loses its relevance. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I I can be on board with that. I hate that shit too. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> stupid. It's just stupid. Um. And then also I saw the Walking Dead trailer uh, went out in Comic-Con. It's like five minutes long. Jesus. But um, it is interesting as fuck. 
you you can totally tell that they're setting up to get Andrew Lincoln off of there. They're getting Maggie off of there. They're getting Michonne off of there. Killing everybody? Yeah. N- not they're not leading towards that, but they're leading towards where you can see Daryl being the front runner, the showrunner essentially. And I I watched and I was like, oh man, you know, just I don't know what I'm gonna do once all of this unfolds and the season is over and there's no more Rick Grimes, and I don't know what to do. And then I started thinking like I don't think Daryl can run make that show successful. Not as successful as Rick made it. Hunting with Daryl Dixon. He oh. hunts zombies and people. <laughs> it sounds like that shitty TV show he has. On on like what's looking like a hand cam. We do we do this uh, we do this cloverleaf style. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I don't want to get fucking motion sickness. No thank no, you. That's the experience of extra stomach acid. It's Cloverfield, by the way. <laughs> Whatever, what did I say? Clover leaf, I think. Cloverleaf, Cloverfield, uh, fucking clover fake. Menthol tobacco. <laughs> it's all the same shit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I saw it and I, was, I just, I'm not prepared for it. But it does look good. It does look like uh, Rick is confronting Daryl and Maggie and everyone who's going against him. Which, if history has taught us anything, anyone who's ever gone against Rick Grimes and what he wants to do and what he thinks is right has ended up dead. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty, like, even, like, the, the characters, like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't know. I don't like this idea, Rick. We should go back and fight. Ends up bitten in the face. Bitten in the face. And then <laughs> he never said motherfucker again. So zombie, ooh, zombie one. <laughs> it's like, man. don't ever question Rick Grimes. Just don't. Yeah, that's a bad move, man. Bad move. Bad move. Um, speaking of Walking Dead... Uh, Chris Hardwick got his fucking job back, man. Chris Hardwick got his access card back to the building. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm so happy because, you know, again, something that I can't really picture myself watching is Talking Dead without Chris Hardwick. I think it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be one. Basically, we wouldn't have it because it'd be a waste to try to put somebody else in it. It'd be too much attachment to a character or personality already. It just wouldn't work to begin with. So it's basically like we weren't going to have it, but now we do. And let's be honest, he's kind of the curator of the series at this point, as far as, like, viewers' yeah. eyes are. Like, you get those last couple of commercial breaks, he's with you, like, in an intense moment, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So he, he kind of leads you into, like, okay, it's just a television show. Fine, you guys are fine. You're it's going to okay. be all right. Take a breath. It's cool. <laughs> but I'm, I'm super happy about that. And, you know, I have my own opinions about that fucking woman that accused him and shit. But it does show some of the stuff can go backwards when it is proven things went not truthfully. Yeah. And, and and from what I understand, she hasn't even said anything about it. All she said was the initial, like, oh, uh, someone that I used to date used to that, be... Yeah, there was a weird thing about the beginning. It wasn't even that she, like, straight up accused somebody. It's just, like, people saw it, assumed it, and they were like, cool. And then all that happened. But yeah. That was just... That was one of those things. That's just too much. That, that's, again, that's, like, how you know... Maybe you don't know exactly how to say what the line is, mm-hmm. but you know when some things are slightly over, like, okay, we gotta back up a bit. That's yeah. an example there. there. There's an example. <laughs> that is right an there. example. Of at least we she, know that's past it. Like if you're if you were gonna ruin his life and really call him out, say his fucking name. Because well, it's actually a straight. It's a straight accusation. That was the whole thing. It was like this weird, like third party thing, and that's kind of what's actually becoming. Is like the third parties get more outrage, and like it becomes like this battle between people who aren't even part of it. Yeah. It's it's. <sighs> what frustrates me the most is that the you know 
some women that I've seen online, they're just like, I believe her. It's like, do you know her? Like, do you know the circumstance? Were you there during any of those encounters? Like, you have no evidence. Yeah. Put Nothing. Like, People are all full of shit. Everybody. Not everything. Everyone, yeah. So it's like, why would you assume that just because it's this one topic, people aren't going to lie about it? And two things can be true. You can be a victim, and you can be an asshole, and That's lie true. about yeah, shit. Yeah, things are not black and white entirely. No. It's it, going it, to be 50-50. It's, I'm gonna things, things, things are just way more nuanced than people. Like, I think it's weird. I think basically what's happening, people are moving... Nuance and actual complicated, messy things are too hard for a lot of people to take in and consider because it actually requires... Thoughtful thought, compromise, compromise, yeah. learning, changing opinion. It's a lot easier to just be, have a hard line stance like, no, it's this or this. Yeah, it's much because easier again, to anything, just... whether it's a social issue, political issue, any sort of issue, you actually look into it. Almost everything, it's all intertwined. There's a whole bunch of shit going on. And a lot of the times, pe- both sides who hate each other for different reasons both have really damn good points. Yeah, and it's like when we get so caught up in the us versus them kind of shit, we lose a lot of that fucking debate. Speaking speaking of that, like it. You know, I was just reading about this, but the guy who plays Superman, he um, he said something. Uh, he said something on GQ magazine. He said something along the lines of like, you know, it's really hard nowadays to you know to pursue a woman. It's really hard to you know the thrill of the chase. You know, because I could say, hey, do you want to go grab some dinner or something like that? And a woman will say no, and it's like, okay, I got to back off. And then the woman will be like, well, you know, why didn't you try again? Why didn't you keep trying or something? It's like, because I don't want to be seen as a fucking creeper and a fucking asshole or harasser. And he got in trouble for that. He had to issue an apology for that, which I see nothing wrong with that. He stated a fucking fact. And I just think that it's, you know, people who are like upset that we're calling him out like, hey, we can't we can barely say anything now. To women because we're seen as harassers and, you know, uh, horrible people. And he just made a fucking comment about it. Even uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon said something. I think we can all agree that there's Matt a difference Damon. between... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> there's a... He said there's a difference between... Um, uh, there's a difference between a pat in the ass and getting raped. Which is a fucking true statement. Correct. Well, that is true. Okay, actually, because yes, technically, one is harassment and the other is assault. Yes. Which is actually, that line's kind of blurred a lot. People will kind of forget that that is technically a difference. There, There is a huge difference. Which is important, though, because if you merge them, sometimes you lose the more subtle cases that you could call harassment, but if you try to pursue them as straight assault, it doesn't quite count. Yes. So you actually do need the distinction in order to pick up lesser cases that would otherwise be dropped because they didn't quite meet this merge threshold. Which almost seems counterintuitive to some people who'd be like, well, no, it's all bad. Yes, it's all bad, but you do need the degrees. It's kind of like saying if we call, if we try to pursue every killing as murder, a lot of the times the person didn't actually murder the person, but they killed them. Yeah. But if you can't prove murder, they might get off because if that's your only like charge, even if you extend the meaning of it, you're still going to find cases in which it doesn't meet the threshold, and then they're not caught for anything. Right. But again, having those slight terms, yes. Again, it might seem like, okay, you're trying to trivialize something. No, because A, it catches, but there's also a B point. The B point is, when you do call everything, or try to, like, at least approach it all the same, you do trivialize some of the more, like, violent, horrific, extremely both physically and emotionally traumatizing events that people do go through in a violent rape, that when, again, when enough people just hear these things, like, compared too closely, they forget, like, that is particularly horrific, and those people particularly deserve 
intends punishment in crimes because, again, that is like an evil sort of act. Yeah. Not just a public shaming kind of campaign. Yeah. Because, again, if you look at it the same, you might think that'd be equivalent, but no, there's some that do deserve legitimate, intense criminal prosecution and whatnot, and we need to remember that that shit happens because those are horrific crimes, and those are the kinds of people who are extremely toxic to the survival of a society. Maybe not the climate, just the climate of social, like, say, like, okay, what's the climate? No, those are actually evil people who negatively affect and end lives of people. Harvey Weinstein. No, yeah, that kind harm. of like a stick fuck who's actually perpetuating like an actual toxic environment and really shifting people's lives. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of people need to be recognized as a very special category of crime. We can't ex- yeah. assume like him, you can't put him in like him and the Louis, you can't assume like, yeah, of course, they're both in the same box. And that actually lessens how fucked up and crazy of a person Weinstein is. He is way more intense than that. And you have to recognize it, put, you have to keep that special category. Right. Like that is, there's an overdrive because there is that special category of like monster that we have to recognize as that. We can't blur those fucking lines. It's, it's, it's kind of like the whole again with another part of the political thing that's happening right now is like, we're starting to a thing where we're using the term like Nazi really fucking loosely. Yeah, and maybe like 10, 20 years ago, it was a little bit more acceptable because a it wasn't even as common a language and really the people using it were, were were pretty radical people to begin with. We also were a little more sparing with it. Now again, like we're, call, we're calling people like even like Jordan Jordan Peterson, like some people were like, oh, he's God. a right wing fucking Nazi, and he has some he has some we uh, the, most of the things I disagree with him tend to be like sort of social approaches to things, but all in all, his ideology itself is really just sort of like a classical liberal perspective, which on the left is actually becoming like kind of pushed in as like a right wing thing, which it's not. It's just a different degree of left wing politics, but. When you call everybody a Nazi, it's really hard it to takes, see who the real Nazis are. It takes it. It takes away the power. Well, it takes the away word. the power, but again, it lets people who are actually Nazis. And trust me, if you want to think that every person who has like that sort of mentality who's actually like a white supremacist Nazi thing are all hiding, they're not. There are people who openly profess it. Yeah, and they are not fucking around. They're not joking. They're not subtle. They will call straight up to the face. They they will say these racial epithets to your face. They're not trying to hide behind it and say no, no, no. I'm just looking. I'm just. I don't. I'm tired of the pushback. Mm-hmm. That's not what they're saying. They are straight up saying we I'm... need to get these people out of the country now. We got to kill these people. You two shouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. Like they like there are real fucking Nazis. I've been face to face with these fuckers. Yeah, they, they are real people. And if they had their way, if they can hide in the crowd. They will, and they will push their agenda, and that's the dangers of trying to associate everybody. Oh, you're all a bunch of right, super right, alt-right, Nazis. When you lump all those people together, you lose some allies who can recognize who a real Nazi is. Yeah. yeah those people are really fucking there. As a, as We're a, not past that. There's really Nazis out there, man. Those are the dudes you got to be fucking scared of. They're trying to take over towns <laughs> subtly because no one's paying attention to stupid shit, but they're, they're trying to make little tiny communities, trying to actually get parties going, and this shit's going on in Europe. Like, it's getting that way. Like, a lot of the parties, some of them, they're becoming openly professional this shit. And that's what we can run into if we, like, merge all this crap and don't recognize, no, we all have to go after them. Yeah. We actually have to have these distinctions. As, as, a, as a general statement, anyone who has a swastika on them... Are probably a, a Nazi. Probably a Nazi. <laughs> exactly. You know, so don't generalize. And also, just to kind of wrap it up, you know, I'm not against any of these women. I'm, I don't, you know... Not of course, support let's hear them. it all. But let's hear, just hear it all out. Yeah, let's, let's just hear everything. Here, things. Before and who you the make, hell are we? We're not a damn judge. Yeah, before <laughs> you make any kind of judgment, before you just start burning fucking records and like stop and like start start this whole campaign of like, oh, I'll never listen to them again, or I'll never buy something of theirs again. Before you do that, why don't you get the whole story, and then that way we can build an actual. Yeah. 
opinion about it. You know, that that that's how I like to lead lead with all of this stuff because, you know, I see one thing on on the news and I'm like, okay, I don't know if that's real. So, let me wait it out a little bit. I don't care if, you know, I I don't get the first scoop or whatever it is and I'm not the first person to put it online. I I don't give a shit. I just want to know what the truth is. So, I rather wait a couple days, get the whole truth, and then... I'll put it that way. If something comes out, like, two hours later that would make you look like an ass, you kind of save yourself the... Exactly, exactly. A lot of times that happens, especially when you rush out things like that. So, good for Chris Hardwick. I'm so glad he's back. Still doesn't sound like a a piece of chocolate to be with, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Don't really give a shit about that, personally. (laughs) (laughs) What is Mr. Wachowski, sir? Oh... The Wachowskis. Yeah. The movies. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we can appreciate the Wachowskis as artists, can we not? It makes some pretty pretty good work. They're one of the greatest movies of all time, The Matrix, right? All right, all right. Okay. So we think they probably make some pretty decent movies. And if, if you knew that there was a movie that, say, came out in 2008 that was directed by a directing duo such as the Wachowskis, mm-hmm. that starred people like John Goodman and... Susan Sarandon and <laughs> Roger Allen. Uh, who else do we have in there? Oh, we also had uh, Christina Ritchie. Oh, I love her. Matthew Fox. Don't know. <laughs> and Emile Hirsch. Ah, oh, all right. Pretty well known names. Like a lot of lot of a lot of people associated with this, right? Right. Can you guess what movie that is? I have no fucking idea. Speed Racer. Get the fuck out That's of here. That's right. These, those people were all associated with the 2008 Speed Racer movie. Oh my god. That's... Yeah. I watched that movie this last week. <laughs> Question. Were you under the influence? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> By choice. <laughs> of course. It was interesting. Yeah. I'm still not entirely sure how I feel about that movie. I, I don't either. I think I saw it like... Four years ago, maybe? It's it's just one of those... It's a very, very different movie. And there's so much shit going on that... Again, it's 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 uh, a live-action version of an old-school Japanese anime cartoon. And it's like... In, in the abstract, you can't do the movie right. There's nothing you could do. No. Because you can't make it exactly like the show, because the show's dated as hell and wouldn't work. Yeah. You can't change it completely from the show, because then people are going to be pissed off it's not like the show. Is why I have, let's make a different movie. Right. I think basically what happened is I think they did the best you could do. <laughs> like, I think they, they kind of straddled the line. They, they, everything was, I mean, everything was a reference. The characters were there. You had homages to the sort of acting style, but only like a couple characters did it. Then you had a couple serious actors, and the whole time you're existing in this weird like cross between practical effects and CGI, and it's very I don't know. Like again, it just feels like they're actually right in the middle, and I don't know if you can do better or you could do worse. You could I, I think you, could t- you could definitely do, do worse. worse. It's but just, could that's you do one better? Of those odd things like in this age of just remaking everything, some things just shouldn't do. Really, really. What yeah. if you could? I don't know. It, it, this has been weighing on my mind, and apparently, but here, this is why. This is the reason this came up is because recently, there had there was a push. Apparently, Ricci wants to push for a because there was a planned Speed Racer two, but oh, initially God. the movie 
with as much money they spent on it, didn't have a really good uh, box office showing, so they kind of put it on the shelf uh, right away. Mm-hmm. But as it kind of went to uh, DVDs and digital, it got like a cult following. Um, and so now there's like, again, it's like a cult movie. In fact, it's playing at the loft in like a month. Oh, shit. 10 p.m., yeah. Fuck yeah, we can go drink some beer and watch this. <laughs> but uh, I guess Richie was pushing for it, and she got like a bunch of retweets, and it got a couple stories. And I mean, considering we had movies, I mean, Super Troopers basically, they said, hey, guys. You want to give us money? Give us, we'll do it. Like, if they did something, I don't know. It'd be really interesting to see if that pulls through. That'd be That's just a weird movie that exists in the history of 20th century film. Well, 21st century film. And think about this, too. It was made in, what, 2008, you said? Yeah. 2008, and it's 2018, so 10 years later, and we have way more special effects. Oh, yeah, you, you could do way more. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, it, I, I the parts I remember about that movie it weren't it wasn't super cheesy because the Mach Five. Well, everybody expected it. Like when you first saw it, everybody expected it to be insanely cheesy. But the thing yes. was, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. Like they threw enough of it in there, but like they kind of like referenced it in a way. Like they would have like a character do something, like the little kid. The little kid was constantly doing like the oh speed, like the little kind of mm-hmm. over- he's the only one who was doing it. Everybody else was actually acting normal, but because he did it, you saw that piece and you got enough of it. Yeah. Too much of that, it would have been terrible. If everybody did that, it would have been shitty. But, like, it was there enough, just enough. Like, again, like, they did it, I think, the best you could fucking do it. So, that movie, it, remind, it reminds me, and it kind of, like, yeah, it reminds me of these two movies. And it's as if these two movies got together and fucked, and they had a baby, and they made Speed Racer. Pretty much. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. And, fuck, what was the other one? I just had it. Oh, shit. Um, fuck! I just had it, no! Scott Scott Pilgrim and... Oh, shit. Huh. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I'm curious. Who did Scott Pilgrim hook up with? (laughs) Ramona Flowers? Of course. Oh, my God. I just fucking had it. I should have just said it. You should have. God damn it. Anyway. Mystery fuck. (laughs) <laughs> so this is a bastard child of Scott Pilgrim is what you're telling me Scott Pilgrim and this other mysterious fucking movie that I just can't think it's not Avatar but it's along the lines of Avatar uh, the blue one or the bald one <laughs> the blue one anyway I've, I'll remember halfway through <laughs> or like when we leave anyway it's like those two movies put together and it's just like a very strange film it's just surreal like, as hell So surreal yeah. as hell um, damn it, it's gonna bother me. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, let's see. Ryan Reynolds. Think about making Home Alone. Ryan Reynolds is swinging that dick around, and apparently nobody gives a fuck. They're like, yes, sir. Because, yeah, they apparently greenlit Home Alone remake, not remake, like reimagining with Ryan Reynolds. 40 year old man. Okay. And the whole premise is, well, I don't know the whole premise, but apparently he's really, really stoned, which may be why he's home alone. I don't know how the hell they're doing this. Is he the dad? Is he a kid? Is he a dude who lives at home with his parents and they're just like, fuck him, we're going on vacation? (laughs) Or is he the robber? Is he the robber? What the hell is happening? He could be anything. (laughs) He could be the dude, he could be the pigeon man. Oh, God, that would be great. Right? That would be amazing. So, dude, I don't know, but I'm all for it. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I'm all for it. Blind support. <laughs> Again, I don't know. Until he fucks up, he can do no wrong with me right now. Scanner Darkly. That's what it was. Fuck! Ooh. Like Scott Pilgrim and a Scanner Darkly. 
you just like have those two movies. Sorry, I don't. I didn't mean yeah, to step what? on it. That's but a, that's um, interesting. And, <laughs> um, I can see it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> um, oh, I saw Mission Impossible yesterday. Dude, how was that shit? Um, I'm not gonna give anything away. Was it scientific? Scientific tastic. Scientology. Scientology tastic. Yes. <laughs> um, it was fucking incredible, dude. Like I, I honestly think it was better than all of the other ones. All, of them? all, all even the very, the, even the very, very first one. Even the very first one with Emilio. Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that is saying a lot. It, it is amazing, man. And the guy who plays Superman is in it. And that dude is fucking jacked. He is just, like, I, I don't know how he gets through fucking doors. He just, the <laughs> way, even when he stands, he's, like, fucking just, like, so muscly. He can't even rest his arms on his side fully because he's just so fucking muscular. <laughs> and like, I like my superheroes. And, you know, just, oh my god, dude. There, it was an incredible film. And, like, had you on the edge of your seat the whole fucking time. From from the word go, it was just fucking phenomenal. Damn. Um, but it made me think about, because they were talking about how, uh, I forget his name, but the guy who plays Superman, he, um, he was filming that, and then uh, the people who made Justice League asked him to do reshoots, and they asked him to shave his face. Um, spoiler, he does have facial hair in this movie. But, um, yeah, differentiate, man. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought about it and I was, and it's kind of that thing where you're like, oh, well, you know, if I have him shaved down and he looks like Superman in this movie, people are going to associate him with that character and not Superman or... They're going to say, oh, he's a good guy here, and he's a bad guy there, or he's just... It's, it's fucking confusing, especially if you're, you know, simple-minded, of course. Right. So, um, but I highly recommend it. I think you should go see it today, probably, sir, because, um, yeah, that's Scientology. Whatever it's doing, whatever he's doing... He's youthful. Yeah. He's 50-something, <laughs> 50 56? 56. Something like that, still doing his, damn, his own stunts. God, gee, like... Him and Jackie Chan. Yeah. Well, Jackie's hitting a harder man, although he's a little <laughs> older as well. Oh, I did want to mention something that's not on our list, but um, I mentioned a couple episodes back that Mark fucking Wahlberg is the highest paid actor. No longer. No longer? Fuck you, Marky Mark. You got Marky him off that pedestal? Fuck you, Marky Peace Mark. Out, Marky. It is now Dwayne The Rock Johnson. As it should be. As it fucking should be. That dude... He makes shit movies, but he gets paid a shit ton of and money. And he does it fucking with enthusiasm. Yes. I, yeah. never, I never doubt his commitment to a role. No. Motherfucker was the tooth fairy. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, he commits, man. Oh, God. He commits hard. And then I saw this thing where they were listing all the worst movies and best movies of The Rock, and the tooth fairy was on there, like one of the worst movies of his. Oh, man, I totally forgot I, about I, that. I once watched that movie one and a half times through. All right. It's under your own duress, or uh, yeah, there's partial nudity involved. It's fine. It's all fine. right, it's all good. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, let's see. Oh, oh, real quick on this entertainment thing again. Something that's yeah. not on the list. I'm pretty sure, unless you added it on there. Hmm. Remember how we were wondering about this Carrie Fisher thing? This yes, list? yes. So apparently, that we have an answer. Mm-hmm. The answer is we are going to use uh, footage from episode seven. 
Yes. Or from episode nine... Seven. Seven. From eight. Episode eight. Eight, you're right. The Last Jedi. Okay. (laughs) Fucking numbers. Um, (laughs) We're going to use unused footage in the next episode to, like, wrap it up and pay homage. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So they're dragging a full CGI. They're going to use a straight-up scene like they're just going to work it in. Excellent. Which sounds like a fucking great move. But that yeah. just that got answered, I think, yesterday. I had to mention it because I never wrote that down. Yes. Okay. Okay. Go on. Uh, broken Mirror. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about Broken Mirror, sir. It's... First of all, don't try watching this if you want to fall asleep. It's not one of those ones. You... Oh, goody. You, you're good. Yeah, it's going to keep you up. Not because, like, you know, it's, like, scary shit, because, like, it's intense, and, like, it's one of those, like, susp- a genuine suspense series, like, there's fucking suspense movies and shit, that after the first ten minutes, you know what the fuck's happening. Yep. Dude, this show, it's like you're watching it, and you think you almost got to the first, the whole episode, and you realize it's only been that first half, or even three quarters, and it takes, like, a fucking deadly twist, and... It's basically, it's this, it's this series that came out of England. It's been on Netflix since it came out. I'm pretty sure, I think it's an original series all the way through. Um, first had a couple seasons when it came out, then it made a third, it just recently came out with the fourth. And the whole premise is, although they're these little stories, like, uh, episodic, they're not necessarily, uh, chronologically connected in any way, shape, or form, but there's a lot of shared themes. Um, basically, you find this out in the very first episode, in the first five minutes, you'll find this out, so I'll describe the premise of the first one. And this is actually one of the more mild ones. Prime Minister of England gets woken up. Turns out uh, one of the princesses in the kingdom had been kidnapped by the stoop. And he posted a video online that basically said, I'm going to kill her unless you fuck a pig. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's pretty much a prime minister saying, okay, we're doing that. Like, wait, we're not considering this. As the episode goes on, we consider it more serious and more serious. And it's, it's surreal. Because, again, at the very beginning, it seems super like, what? But, like, as it goes on, you can see, like, how something like this could play into society. It's fucking, it, it's crazy. And the conclusion of it, particularly with that one, is like a, what the fuck? But, like, it makes sense. Uh, I really want you guys to watch it, so go watch it. Um, if you start watching, we can discuss the first episode. I've given you guys plenty of fucking warning, so it's good. Again, every episode, it's just fucking trippy, and, like, for different reasons, and there's a big aspect of it. Again, a lot of it can be varied, but the one constant that kind of pops up in a lot of the episodes is this idea of, like, consequences and the surreal nature of being so entwined with technology that is happening. They take these basic premises, like, there's episodes, a few episodes that have a couple different versions of the same thing that's, like, a neural link, either an eye or an earpiece or something that like connects you visually, but with like memories and shit, which then changes the way we interact with people. Uh, another one episode, there's a dude who's getting like paranoid about being able to like go back and look at things, and so he's like going back and like over-examining things, and it, it gets fucking intense, and it, it delves into it. It's like even when they start out as like a ridiculous premise, you're like, wait, this kind of shit is gonna happen. There's these ideas of like the afterlife existing as a digital form people exist like basically your conscious moving into this thing and is that being just as real or is that less legit more legit well they've always talked about that too they've always said that you know scientists are getting closer to the point where when you do die you can put yourself in a computer and you can just live on forever and ever and ever yeah and what this does is it i mean even in the, i mean the fourth might have the best example of this the third has a really good one too but this one is like troubling in a way because one is kind of hopeful that before they show you the terrible, they show you what it, they show you something that's a hopeful view of this. Mm-hmm. It's still trippy, especially at the end. But then there's another version 
of the same sort of idea where it's not that much. Because that is the thing. If you're actually making a copy of yourself, the copy doesn't fucking know it's a copy. And it becomes self-aware. So oh, if shit. it becomes self-aware, then like, do we, how do we deal with knowing somebody, something, even if it's, you know, it's all code, it thinks that it feels and thinks like you and thinks it is you. What are the ethics surrounding that shit? And Is it even you know, ethical to create a digital copy of somebody? Like, is that not torture to the copy, just itself knowing that it's a copy? Particularly if we don't, if it doesn't have sense. Like, if it exists in a program, but it thinks it's a fucking person. It doesn't know that. It thinks it's reality. But that that also, you know... Yeah, it, it's not ethical to to create something like that, you know, to to later on have it find out that it's not actually a person or anything. But it's... I guess, for me, like, I look at that and I'm like, well, you know... I guess, you know, some people would want to preserve that. Some people would want to preserve, like, a family member or, you know, something like that. In exactly. Order... But the fam... Because, again, it makes sense on our level. We'd want a copy, but again, the copy doesn't fucking know that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't give a shit. You fucking brought me in with <laughs> oh, I said, there's a very particular... It was with um, uh, Felicia Day. Miss oh. Fel- Felicia Day. She is one of these more one of more intense episodes. More incentive to watch it. Yes, very much so. Now, but yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. It's a trippy fucking series, man. They, there's there's a whole bunch of those sort of like concepts and ideas, and it's a trippy fucking show, man. I really enjoy it. Like, I I, I do get the comparisons, <laughs> or like kind of like a modern day sort of like X Files or oh, Twilight yeah. Zone, but like those episodes sometimes are probably, this is just almost always bleak, almost. <laughs> Again, it's, it's, it's like a no one's ever show. happy I, I recommend it. it's a good piece of like original thought and content that's it's out there like I highly recommend it it's very accessible right now all four seasons on Netflix it's nice. bingeable um, you speaking of bingeable you went on a cube binge yes and so, I and I thought it was an ice cube binge but go which on which you know every now and then I, we, we can go on some ice cube binges you know Friday yeah. barbershop Finish it off with a, today was a good day in the backyard naked yes. with a blunt in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good days too. But no, I am referencing the late 90s sci-fi horror thriller, The Cube. Oh, God. So, premise of this movie. This is what happens. Somebody wakes up in a room. Room with a bunch of doors, on the walls, on the roof, burning some other people. Nobody knows what the hell is happening. We figure out after a while, I think we're in a cube. Like as in, or like a Rubrics cube. Okay. But like a bunch of cells that are put together like that. Mm-hmm. And as the movie goes on, you're expecting to find out why. You never really find out why. <laughs> God. But, Jesus. Part of, I think, the way they do it the way they do it is that <laughs> the why doesn't become the question because... Not only do people get obsessed with the why, but they also get so obsessed with whatever they're trying to do, whether it be live or still try to stay moral, that people turn fucking crazy when they gotta start figuring shit out and they think they're trapped. <laughs> and it's like a, it turns into like a psychological thriller in a way. Oh like, god! Just like again, you're going through people's like minds and shit. And it's like this horror. It's like why is this happening? Because again, not only are they stuck in these rooms, but a lot of them are trapped. Like they'll kill you. And so these people are like, "Well, we gotta get out of here." So it's like saw. Kind of like Saw, in a way, but nobody's giving you the choice. It's, if you run into the wrong room, you're dead. Nobody's telling you anything. 
there's like different people are in there and no one's trying to figure out why they're in there. There's like a mathematician, there's like this whole element to it. And in the very end, again, you see the worst of people, you see some of the worst of people, some of the best of people. And in the end, the person walk away, you wouldn't expect it. Hmm. And you never get a fucking answer. <laughs> and basically, like, <laughs> I can't even say this. Like, I mean, you still watch it just to see what happens, but it kind of goes over the idea of, like, a lot of times people assume that there's a purpose for something and things, and there's really not. Yeah. And it actually extends. This movie kind of talks about, like, extending as well, like, kind of extend to, I mean, everything, I mean, all, even all the shit we were talking about earlier, and we're going to talk about it a little bit, the fact that we have like, a government, a country, we're all kind of just kind of playing the game, and sometimes people have no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, really, a lot of times there is no purpose, I, and it's just there, and we got to figure it out. I'm, I'm a firm <laughs> believer on that. You know, every, people have always told me, like, you know, there's a purpose for everything, that everything happens for a reason, there's, this is going to make sense in the future. Like there's a lot of shit in my life that has happened that made no fucking sense. It has not come back. Yeah, it's, yeah. I was like, I really think that there is like a grand purpose, or like to, that important. It's like that really. Nobody's really that important. Even people who think they are don't realize what they're doing. Like they were saying, there was a dude in that movie who helped design part of things. Like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I saw the picture. I didn't know yeah. what I was doing. I was making a door. I didn't know I was gonna get stuck in a giant cube prison. I didn't know who was paying me. I was just doing it. Like there's right. a whole bunch of that shit. Like that's kind of life. Again, we're all just a bunch of kids running around paying Monopoly. What is We're that? all animals with thumbs who can talk. That's all. And somehow we created this society with thumbs. Oh, it's fucking crazy. That's the first one. Second one. Oh, God. The hypercube. Oh, God. So, I didn't know this because I had to take college algebra four to five times before I passed. Guilty. But a hypercube, apparently, is a theoretical construct that basically explains a cube within a cube that within each individual cell you can fold and lose and manipulate time and dimensions and it's basically a self-contained universe that exists but is unstable enough to the point where it can't actually exist because the dimensions don't happen it's just like a weird mathematical explanation and so the movie they make it but apparently they worked on the story that it's unstable that movie gets fucking trippy because again it's like you're seeing different dimensions and realities and shit and in the end we don't know who the fuck was really in charge of things we knew who made something who died who lived but it was just this other shadowy organization that, like, yeah, it's fucking weird. Then, Jesus Christ, there's the Cube Zero, which oh is my God. a prequel, which goes under the thing back to these dudes doing these jobs. Like, they just don't know who, what the hell's going on or why they're doing it and, like, losing their memory and shit. It's fucking. Eh? I don't recommend you do this binge unless you might be on your own summer vacation and getting paid. Then you could look at it like I'm getting paid to watch these movies. Got it. That's fine. Or. If you're on psychedelic drugs and don't freak out super easy, <laughs> then watch the cube. If you freak out super easy, probably avoid it because you're going to think you're inside of it. And you might impale yourself. <laughs> well. Uh, or if you're generally into like, you know, suspense kind of stuff, it's a good one. But again, you're never going to get an answer. I'm going to tell you that right fucking now because I watched the whole goddamn thinking I was going to get something. No. Never got so an I'm, answer. I will pre-warn you. But if you are okay with that and you just like to see people like die in kind of weird, gruesome ways sometimes... Then you will also enjoy it. I want to know what that motherfucker was on when he wrote that shit. Yeah. That's not, Oh, God. Jesus. It was that. So that was one of my binge adventures that I've recently Excellent. pursued. I had another binge... I had a binge adventure myself. What was this? Uh, Parks and Recreation. Ooh. Which brings up the big debate. Oh, no. I think, you know, there, there's a lot of people who watch Parks and Recreation as well as The Office... And there's always been a big debate 
between who's which show is funnier and which show is more enjoyable. I've never seen Parks and Rec all the way through until recently, and I watched it all the way through. I'm sorry. I, I've seen The Office 15 times all the way through, and I think Parks and Rec is funnier. I really I fucking do. That is a bold statement. It is a bold statement. It is. Only because, like, I feel like the show doesn't have, like, one person that you rely on to be funny. Whereas The Office, you have, like, Jim, and you have Dwight, and you have Michael. You have those three people. In Parks and Rec, it's everyone, you know, who's has their little moments or little moments of laughter and just makes you think or laugh or cry or something. And there's a shit ton of people on there. Like, Rob Lowe's on there. Um, what isn't Rob Lowe? That's true. That dude's, like, 50-some years old. Like, <laughs> he looks 30. He looks he looks younger than me. Like, what the fuck? But, yeah. That's <laughs> but the show is amazing. Just just because, you know, it, it's so funny to me. My favorite character... So, so, fuck you, Rob Lowe. Keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what you fucking did. You know did. what you did. Um, my favorite character Hashtag is Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson, a famous character. I love Ron Swanson. Only because... Even people who've never watched the show know who the hell he is, including myself. Well, yeah. actually, I've, I've seen a little bit of the show, but definitely not enough to make this comparison. Yeah. You, which you, I feel I have to do now in you, order to possibly to possibly defend the office. I don't know. Maybe maybe I come in on your side. Yes. You, I don't you, know. I'm, I'm entering it as, as an office fan trying to see what the what this is. Okay. So, That's and, what we're going to do. And for um, everyone out there, let, join you know, let's join Watch Parks and Recreation. Watch The Office. Let's let's, let's get the discussion going, people. Yeah. Take your pants off. Get comfortable. I present an argument for whatever side you're on. I, I would love to hear this because I've been a longtime Office fan, and I recently just became a Parks and Rec fan, and holy shit, it's funny. Dude on The Office. Crap, I'm blanking his fucking name. Tall, bald, dumb guy. Accountant. Accountant? Oh, Kevin? Kevin. Kevin Malone. <laughs> Kevin. Now think of Kevin. Ted Cruz. Oh, God. Ted Cruz. Do you, do you ever see that video? They're the same fucking guy. <laughs> do you ever see that, that video of uh, at a I'm Ted Cruz Ted Cruz. At a Ted Cruz rally, some dude uh, brought brought a poster with Kevin Malone and Ted Cruz, and it says, we want answers. <laughs> and Ted Cruz sees it, and you, you just see this look on his face like, fuck. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. You know what's funny? I've just, I just came to this conclusion. Do you know who is fucked with by conspiracies the most? Who? Granted, one was kind of humorous, but people will pull it out to make fun of him. Yeah. And one, because Trump came out of it. Fucking Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is talked by conspiracy theories. Yes. There's a whole, like, his dad... <coughs> killed JFK. JFK. And... That's interesting. And I don't know if that's ironic or not. Because I get he's not like a conspiracy <laughs> theory pusher, but like the people, I don't know. I, that feels semi-ironic to me. Yeah. I don't and know. It's interesting. That, I gotta keep he, an eye on he's that. He's a spineless fuck. Too. He is. He's a little fucking weasel. Fuck him. But that's an interesting <coughs> little facet of him. I didn't realize that. Interesting. Yeah, he, never, never vote for that guy. He's a piece of fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Again, he is part of there is an agenda. So I said, there's a difference between an idiot and somebody who's purposely doing shit on purpose. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple idiots in office. So no, there's some people who actually have an agenda. They can yeah. pull strings. They just work the first time. This guy's just too wild to pull strings. Yeah. He's not Georgie. No, no one's listening. Yeah, no one's listening to this piece of shit. <laughs> um, speaking of piece of shit, in the, uh, in Washington, 
Trump tapes. Hit the fucking... Uh, oh, my God. Little Trump got a mixtape. Got a mixtape. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot, man. And, you know, I don't like his lawyer, but God bless him for fucking taping him. Well, this motherfucker's trying to avoid jail time. <laughs> I, I think that's what his intention was. He's like, I better fucking record this Probably. just in case. When you do shady shit, you do things to kind of protect yourself in shady ways. And, of course... The hell? Of course he did it. He's a fucking scumbag. He's, yeah. a, he's a lawyer. He's a New York lawyer. Mm-hmm. He's a fixer and his whole job is to make things go away. Of course he did shit like that. Yeah. How are you going to trust that kind of guy? <laughs> you know, you probably know that tape too. He's probably like, oh, you know the payments? What payments? Oh, you know, the payments. Yeah. Like, you know, wink. Like, yeah, wink. Like he's, and you know he was doing that too. <laughs> and what frustrates me the most is that if this, if, if it was flipped around and this was all like Hillary, which would be fucking weird as shit. Her, oh, her, her paying a male porn star. Oh, I can see her. her. I can pay, see her paying off an escort that she had come over, thinking this was going to be a nice, possibly a political leader, possibly a way out of things. And all of a sudden, the door closes, and she's like, "Miss Clinton, what are you doing?" Miss Clinton. Miss <laughs> Clinton, no. And all of a sudden, Senator Clinton, no. <laughs> all of a sudden, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You got little Hillary assaulting somebody's <laughs> face, and there's like a two thousand dollar pap. You know Good that should happen. Lord. Um, power. It's a power move. That's what why. makes me mad is that these fucking people are like, if it if it was Hillary that did any of this shit, even a minute part of it, they would have already had the uh, impeachment papers signed, sealed, delivered, and she would have been out of office. But now we look at these people, the GOP is just like, well, well like, what are we going to do? He's the president. They fucking act like they can't fucking do anything and sit on their fucking hands. And then they're like, well, let's just, you know, maybe it's him. Maybe it isn't him. No, they're doing, man. They're, okay, they're holding the front of the roller coaster and yeah. just fucking going. They don't know what to do. What the fuck they're, does? They're, yeah. They're not doing anything they really want. Because <laughs> actual policies, economic and otherwise, are not actually what they want. Like, everybody's on a fucking roller coaster at this point. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Everyone's just holding on for Everyone's waiting to die or get... I don't know. Wait, I'm waiting for the piss tapes. That's what I want. Oh, God. I don't want to see his dick. I really no, don't want... No, he's not pissing on them. They are pissing on him. I know, but, you know... I he's... bet you he's wearing the he's... suit, too. Oh. You know he's wearing oh. the suit. I'll take this suit off. Come on. Oh, God. I don't want to see that Cheeto-dusted fuck. Yeah. Um... Well, I know that shit. You know what's <laughs> the thing? If anything came out, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't even fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. We can't, we can't do shit about whatever he does does not matter. Unless, unless this man were to go on one particular show. Oh, God. <laughs> There's one man who could get the president out of office. We oh. just haven't given him the opportunity yet. But so far, he has proven himself. He kind of he blew the element of surprise, though. True, but here's the glorious thing. It doesn't matter. If you're, if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about... We were talking about Sasha Baron Cohen's new series, Who's America? He's doing the fucking Lord's work. He is work. doing a job single-handedly the entire political establishment, at least an entire process of the political establishment, has not been able to do. And that's to drive asshole fucking bigoted people out of office. And piss off liberals. In two episodes. Yeah! And he pissed off a bunch of liberals. It's fucking awesome. Two episodes. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so, amazing. To, to recap what's been going on, in this first episode... He puts on a big facade of being like an Israeli um, 
uh, defense specialist, security specialist, force guy, kind of comes in, and he gets a whole bunch of, like, Republican senators and commentators and gun rights people, and he, for, like, kind of bullshits them for, like, 40, 45 minutes, just talking about, like, Israel and defense and shit, talking about guns, and getting buddy-buddy with them, and then he kind of gets them to be like, all right, hey, you want me to help me out, tell them about a little program, and so in that first one, he gives the impression that there's this program in Israel where kids ranging from 17 to his youngest four, because as I said, you can't trust a three-year-old with a gun, but a four. Yeah. Very, very talented four-year-olds <laughs> would be allowed to have a gun in the classroom at all times in case somebody came through and then they could shoot him. And he like gives this false example of like a four-year-old stopping like a terrorist mm-hmm. at the door. And like these people were kind of like, okay, kind of like questioning. And then he's like, you know, we'd like to say some words. And he makes them read some ridiculous fucking shit. But you know, to be <laughs> to be fair, some of those people on there, they're like, oh, I've been trying to do this for fucking years. I've been trying to get children to have guns for years. Oh, really? There's two different kinds of people. There's some <laughs> who when they see it, like, shit, I can't believe they caught me doing that. There's a couple dudes who after this came out didn't say anything. Yeah. Because they actually believe in this. Some dudes yeah. are like, no, I think... A- there was somebody who thought a fucking two-year-old should be able to gun. And he actually thinks... And that, granted, those aren't, well, those aren't elected officials. Those are dudes who are part of gun lobbies. But that is actually a stated position. Yeah. <laughs> and those sort of dudes are the ones who back the politicians who kind of tried backtrack. Like, say, like uh, there was a, a, a prominent commentator. There was a former uh, Senate, uh, Senate president. There was... Uh, Sarah Palin, I don't think her episode's coming out yet. But basically, a bunch yeah. of people who are trying back to saying, you know, he tricked me, blah, blah, blah. But the, <laughs> in each one, there's like one or two dudes who's not because they really think He's like, shit. yeah, uh, th- yeah this, is, no. this is how I, I feel 24-7. He's like, finally, they're listening to me. Here's <laughs> an awesome rap. That's episode one, okay? Get some f- from feathers ruffled. Episode but, two. Oh, go back to episode one. 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 Ber- Bernie Sanders. That was fucking hilarious. Oh, I didn't see that, but what happened on that one? He was uh, he was talking to Bernie Sanders, I saw segments. I saw segments. and it was um, and it was this, he was portraying this guy in a, a rascal, and he's like saying, you know what? I don't like Obamacare because before Obamacare, I was healthy. I could run a mile in under a minute, and blah blah blah. He's like going on and on, and after Obamacare. My legs don't work. My dick doesn't work. And he's like going on. <laughs> and Bernie Sanders just looks at him like, I don't think you know how the healthcare system works. Like, <laughs> but he, you know, he didn't say anything derogatory, but it was fucking hysterical, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I hope that guy lives to 2020. We'll see what happens. Oh, he will. He will. <laughs> Thought the Bernie ain't going nowhere, man. It's gonna be fucking 120 still running around. His head's gonna be down here like the fucking dude from the Ninja Turtles, the brain inside the giant dude. That's what he's gonna look like after a while. He's if he ever gets elected, he's gonna be one of those presidents that's like a hoarder in the Oval Office. He's like, come in, come in, come in, please. I have a system. I swear. I'm just move the boxes to the, the boxes, left. Look, I got my I got my papers over here. The Russian investigations over here. It's fine. Here's my, um, my new employment plan. Go go on to episode two, because I haven't seen it, actually. Yeah. So episode two, again, I only know the biggest parts of this of this story, but... Actually, hold on, this is... Going back, this is technically from episode one, but it came out as episode two was coming out. Um, yeah, so that's not confusing. We'll speak to two later. But one, there was a Georgia Republican who, oh, again, with this Israeli defense specialist... So this dude, he's been in office since like 2010, I think it was the first. So he's been elected a few times because he's running for Congress or House of Representatives twice. 
Granted, it's, it's the state house, but still, same rules apply. And he's one of these dudes who are, like, people are trying to take down, like, the Confederate statues and shit. Like, he wrote to, like, a former colleague at the time who was, like, in support of it. He's like, you better not. Basically, like, saying, like, don't, <laughs> if, if you don't quit it, you might end up getting lost in a swamp. But he didn't just say a swamp. He specified the swamp. There's, like, this big swamp oh. in the middle of Georgia. Okay. Which, yeah. You, you, so, direct you, threat. Basically, yeah, basically, tell Black him to shut up or you're going to disappear. Like, that's pretty... That's that's uh, pretty close to what she used to do. <laughs> those people who put those statues up used to do that shit too. Yeah, but they yeah. actually did. Yeah, but that didn't get him diselected. No. No. So not only did being a racist asshole not get him kicked out, um, not only was he trying to pass like legislation that was like constantly either like anti-LGBT or like basically asshole legislation. He a full Trump supporter, full like immigrant anti-immigration. Who gets him out of office? A fucking comedian. Because this is what he did. As an Israeli defense specialist, he was basically telling... Because, again, this guy has a big problem. Really afraid of gay people. Probably closeted gay himself. Mm-hmm. But a big afraid of gay people. So he's like, he's like, okay, I teach you self-defense. This is how you, you fend off people. Because, again, this dude's afraid of gay people. He seems other people are. So he sees a dude with the gun. He's like, what you do is you drop your pants. And you run at <laughs> them backwards. Because oh. everybody knows... If you if 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 their dick goes in your ass, they are gay. <laughs> and so like he's convinced that it's a defense tactic. Oh my and, god! And like so like this dude pulls his pants down, starts running on backwards, saying, "I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna turn you gay. I'm gonna turn you gay." <laughs> then not only that, he also starts telling him when you you start shouting to make him run around. You shout him. You call him the N word. You do it. You do it. Well, this guy does that. He's just like, "Oh my like, god!" Ever, 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 ever. And it's like, oh, hey, 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 no, no, no. The N-word is nuni. That, that word is nasty. You can't say it. Oh, my God. After he had shouted it three times <laughs> in, like, an angry way. All on fucking video. This man is an elected official. Yeah. He makes laws. I, I like to point out. He passes out, budgets. I like to point out as well. I did see a part where he was saying, oh, you all sand, Edward, sand N-words need to get out of our country. And then he takes like a sausage and then cuts it with a knife and then puts it in his mouth and bites it off, which Gadar is going off at this point. Just, yeah, <laughs> just geez. like peeking over yeah. and just, wow. Yeah, so and, this man in recent uh, weeks has said he is resigning as of like two days from now. End of, yeah. end of the month. Very nice. So, Sasha Baron Cohen to the world. And again, yeah, he's, he's pissing off liberals too. I gotta go back and actually see the full clip, but... He's Something not. about convincing an artist that he was a famous artist, yeah. and she would basically he got he got her to chop cubes off and give it to him and put him on his brush. Yeah, it, it was that, which is brilliant. That, that is part art. wasn't That's that art. funny, but no, but it, it is ironic in art. <laughs> yeah, because it's and hard then, to be fooled her because it technically then becomes art. But and it's at, the very, at the very end, she's she says like, "Oh, I think he's a revolutionary artist. I think he's going to change the world with his art." I'm like, bitch, he said that he made this piece of art with his shit. Like, it, he he says in the... That the is sk- daring, though. <laughs> it is, but fucking disgusting. Reference, Broken Mirror, episode one, callback, art. All right. You will know what I mean by the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, again, I don't know, man, he's... He's doing uh, some good fucking work, man. God and, bless and in him. the end, in this fucking age, like we need this shit. I cannot we wait until see shit. to see the Sarah Palin one. All oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be so amazing. Cause you, she's already fucking stupid as it is, and to boot, she's gonna be with this guy who's 
sole purpose is to make her look stupid, it's gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah. Fucking amazing. So yes, good, good, good things happening. Um, and it's definitely needed because of people like this fucking idiot. The fucking old man that uh, was harassing the lady with the Puerto Rican shirt on. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> if you're gonna be racist, know know your shit. Just oh, all right. Fucking so hell. this fucking asshole. First of all, in I believe it was New York City. Possible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure New York City. He unprovoked, unprovoked. Walks up to a very young lady, a teenager, wearing a shirt with a Puerto Rican flag on it, mm-hmm. and tells her, you shouldn't be wearing that in America. <laughs> Un-American. That is an un-American shirt. You shouldn't be wearing that here. If you are going to be a mindless slave of the state and an unquestionably dumbass patriot, at least understand what America owns. You're technically selling yourself short. <laughs> we have... Th- okay, so... Yes, we are the USA. And you probably know what state you live in, too. You probably know you live in a city. You might know that your county has its own legal jurisdiction and laws that your city does. You might know that. You might also be kind of stupid enough to think when you get pulled over by a sheriff in Tucson, you can say, Ha, I'm in Tucson. You have no jurisdiction in Pima County. That's where it gets threshold, because cities are part of counties. With me so far? Sweet. Guess what else we have? We have things called territories, which are basically places we took over at one point, and we just kind of kept in possession and never gave them self-autonomy of states or whatever. Mm-hmm. Later, we give them rights to kind of make up for it. But basically, it's a remnant of our, our, our empire, <laughs> our militaristic fucking fashion. This is a remnant of it. We have them. Places like American Samoa, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and Puerto fucking Rico. Yep. Puerto Rico is a federal territory. It is America. <laughs> it is part of this fucking country. They have, granted, it doesn't technically count, but they actually have votes. They get to vote in primaries. They don't get to vote in the general election because they're not a state. No, but they have an observer, and also have an observer yeah. in Congress, granted, they also can't vote. But that just basically acknowledges you're part of the country. Again, it's America. We can go there without a passport. We can move there without having to change citizenship. Mm-hmm. We have to pay federal, not state taxes, because they're not a state. There's plenty of people there who argue they shouldn't become a state because it would actually make them expensive, blah, blah, blah. It's an economic argument. Point in case, it is fucking America. It's like as if the Florida Keys floated. Or Florida. <laughs> it's like we lost Hawaii. It's the same shit. Like, it's part of the country. It's like, it'd be like me wearing an Arizona flag. And unless you're calling me out, like, on state grounds, like, I'm in your state or something it's the same shit but it'd be like saying hey you shouldn't wear that shirt in America I'd be like I'm sorry did you not know that's the flag for Arizona that's part of America you fucking idiot <laughs> yes point in case if you're gonna be a, if you're gonna be a racist asshole at least fucking get your shit right and and to the fucking cop that stood there like a fucking asshole and the lady was like oh are yeah you gonna- cause this dude was like fo- like following her like kept like harassing her she was like trying to leave and shit and he was like cornering her and shit Oh, wait, was it? And the fucking cop just stood there and was like, like, I'm not hearing it. I'm not seeing it. And she even confronts the cop. I'm like, are you not going to do nothing? You're just going to stand there? And then the husband has to get involved. And then the cop snaps into action and like, oh, 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 fucking idiot. Right? It's like, that's harassment. God damn it. And this goes... uh, Oh, wait, doesn't nobody realize there's cameras everywhere now? Yes. How do you have keep it in your hand? They're in your hand. And she was actually, rec- yeah, people were recording it. Like it was there. 
I don't... It's just weird. like this fucking idiot, the... I call him Coupon Carl. Coupon Carl. CVS Coupon Carl. This Not the fun kind of Carl from Family Matters. Awesome show. <laughs> bring it back, by the way. Hashtag bring back Family Matters. Urkel. Go on. Um, lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> Coupon Carl. Yeah, so Coupon Carl, this fucking asshole, uh, accuses his black lady of making fake coupons. So he starts calling the police, shaking on the phone like, I have a, a suspect here. She's she's using way too many coupons, and I, I question the legitimacy of them. No, man, mind you, this dude was a manager, first of all. Oh, God. Oh, so there's several layers to this story. I didn't know he was a manager. He, was, he was the manager. Like, he was the dude in charge. Good God. So not only is he stupid because they were actually legitimate CVS coupons, which you should probably fucking know, considering you work at the store. Yeah. Two, if you can't pick up the phone without, I don't know why you're the damn manager. You're supposed to kind of be able to keep your your shit together. Mm-hmm. Uh, shaking like crazy. My favorite part of the video is like I think I'm pretty sure the person that I was asking for like a description. Mm-hmm. I think like he's like he's African African American. She's like black. It's fine. You can say black. It's okay. <laughs> and then you just start shaking more. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's so. <laughs> And, yeah, nothing ends up happening. But, okay, here's the other thing. This motherfucker was running for office and probably stood a decent chance until after this shit came out. And then, I believe you discovered this part. What happened? He was, uh, he was, he was forging signatures. Oh, he was forging signatures on his, on his petition to, or his nomination papers. Yeah. Found out because of this whole thing. And not only, I'm sure, he was disqualified from ballot access, Probably either got demoted or lost his job, and it's just like he may he may actually serve jail time because of it. Oh yeah, well, that's elect dude. Uh, that's there's one thing people. Everybody ever actually tries committing election crimes, or is actually a really big fucking deal. Mm. You can go to prison for something as simple as like again, voting for your mother. That's yeah, voting deceased. for somebody else without like the proper documentation, like saying that you assisted or that you actually yeah. did. Like you just take it and you do it. That's like a fucking felony. Yeah. You <laughs> There's go... a reason we give a shit about this whole anything that has to do with like election integrity because you kind of have to have it because without that, like you don't have legitimacy. Yeah. So like there's kind of, yeah, election, things like that are a big fucking deal. So be careful, especially if you're a petition worker and like you think like, oh, this might not be such a deal. No, take extra caution. Yeah. Especially because political opponents will fuck with you and they'll look for that kind of shit. Exactly. But yeah, so he's kind of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All because he didn't want to take the damn coupon. But in the midst of all this ugly and shit like that, there there is a bit of hope, I think. Um, and it came in the form of this guy who's a CEO of this company. This kid walked 14 fucking miles to his first day of work at this job. And the CEO saw this and fucking bought him a car, dude. Yeah. No, no not even buy a car. He gave him his car. The one that he owned. Oh, which he was, gave which him we, his so car. So it was a nice car. It's not like he just walked down the street and bought like a $2,000 car. He's like, I want you to have this. Because he knows he can pick up the phone and get a ride home real quick. Yeah. Yeah, he's, the owner of the company found that out. Because, again, the kid had gotten hired. He had a car. Night before, it breaks down. This is how he gave himself enough time. But, so he knew he had to get to work. So he just basically woke up butt-ass fucking early. Like, so he, I think if he had to be there at 10, he woke up at 4 or whatever. Shit. And he just starts fucking walking till he gets there. And it's not like he told, like, it's not like he went up to the, the, the dude and told him, like, hey, man, you got to help me out I with, just like, transportation. Yeah. No, the, the, the owner found out because other people knew he had did it. And then at the end, he pulls him out, and he's like, hey, here's a fucking car. <laughs> Jesus. Right? The, those are the type of people that I want to see more of. You know, right. and not not giving cars away, but just 
common decency. Well, no, no, exactly. I mean, obviously he could do that because of his position. But here's another one. I know we're constantly kind of calling out some pretty shitty situations that tend to involve police officers. There's some actually nice dudes out there. Like, was there's this Excellent other one I saw cops. where there was... there. There's a dude who... He might have been Michael Cox. He was wearing shorts. They tend to be the only guys who wear those. Mm-hmm. Unless he just really likes shorts like the dude from, you know, 911. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, but they look Deagle, good on me. Exactly. Either case, uh, he did. They did look good on him. But... There was um, some dude like figured out this had happened again. He's like bragging about it. somebody found out it happened. Like interviewed him, he just said, "Yeah, that happened." Was that he? No, he on his route. There was like this homeless dude who was like applying for McDonald's, and he knew about it. So he showed up on this day that he knew his interview was, and he actually like helped them. They gave him like a shave and everything. So like, oh, that's the wonderful. And then uh, what was the other part? I think he was. Um, he was driving around like a couple things, like some housing assistance. Like he was dropping them off at places like that. He was like, "Yeah, I mean that happened." He's like, "I mean." I, it's not feeling particular. Like I didn't really think about. It. Yeah, I did that. It's like because I do that shit like all the time. But yeah. I'm not gonna go around being like, "Oh, look at me, I'm great." It's like yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. You got to be humble. Exactly. Well. Like that is what you're supposed to do. That's the whole fucking thing. We wouldn't be so pissed off about the other stuff if more people acted like that. <laughs> and I, I saw this video a long time ago. It, it's pretty old, but there was a cop who was uh, pulling people over, and he was he pulled people over, and he said, um, "Just wanted to let you know about a new ordinance." Blah 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 blah. It's uh, it's actually illegal for you to be driving around without an ice cream cone, and he pull out like ice cream. <laughs> he give people like ice cream cones, scare the shit out of them, but give them ice cream cones, and I'm just like that's funny and hilarious, and and at the same time it's like you know. Like that, we kind of need that. We kind of right? need that. Like it humanizes people, man. It makes me think way less of like, hey, you're a machine. It's like, oh shit, you're funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like you fucking got me, dude. Woo! <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, they're it, positive vibes. Keep doing good shit, people. Yeah, and you know what? Just you don't have to post it on Facebook. You don't have to no, post just it on do Instagram. it. Let's just the vibe. The vibes will make their way out there in the world. Exactly. Karma multiplies. Um, <laughs> dude, what the fuck's going on with Travis Parker? Ah, the fu- apparently the universe just wants to fucking kill him. Keeps throwing <laughs> shit, throw fall out, of, falls out of the fucking sky. He continuously has broken limbs, and he still manages to play a drum set to full capacity. Mm-hmm. He had had he had a broken leg mm-hmm. recently that like they had had a postpone the Blink One Eighty Two residency in Vegas, which wow. I was almost on time for. It turns out I would have missed it anyway, but it was there. Uh, and then after he gets to the hospital, he goes back. Because he's having blood clots going on. Basically, he's been hospitalized multiple times this year. Way more than that in his lifetime. And he's still fucking kicking, man. That's why Travis Baca cannot be killed with conventional weaponry. No. <laughs> the legend has it. The only way is to get it. The hard way. With a lot of force. Oh, God, no. On your knees. <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I remember when I saw Travis Barker um, for the first time. And he was playing for plus 44 with Mark Hoppus. And he had a broken fucking wrist or arm. Like, his his whole arm was in a cast. But he was still playing drums. Yeah. He, he, he had one hand behind him, the broken hand behind him. And he was like... It was fucking like... He had two arms. And it was, it was just like, how the fuck can this dude do this? Like, I, I, I still credit him, man. I, I mean, there are arguments against this, but I, I have... I have reasons to say it. I do agree. I think he's the best drummer I've ever. If it, yeah. Easily of our generation, at least people who are not of like prior to like the 70s or whatever. But no, I put up against any big kit, double bass pedal motherfucker. 
for the for the simplest reason, the one simple reason above all other things, is all the people you're gonna throw at me who you're gonna say are better than him. Look at their kids. Mm-hmm. Look at what they have to do for you to make the <coughs> argument that they are great. Look at what Travis Barker works with. I mean, he he has big kits he can use. Yeah. But most of the fucking time, like, it's relatively fucking simple, and he takes those simple in- drums and pieces and plays them in ways that other people can't, that these other people then have to get other pieces to make different sounds because they can't do with the tiny bit of equipment that he can do. Like, one of my... Oh, fuck, I can't remember what DJ this is. One of my fucking favorite things of Travis Barker I remember seeing... It was like this piece where it was, uh, it was this rapper who was kind of into cars. Like, he'd go around and wrote people about cars and they'd do, like, music. Ah, uh, I can't remember. I'll think of it. But then they'd go down, like, the basement. And Travis kind of has a little studio. So the guy went down and he had his turntable. It makes, like, a little beat. He has, like, a little drum machine going. Or not a drum machine, but he has, like, a couple of, like, the, uh, the, the uh, switches and shit. Fuck with yeah. it. And all Travis Barker has is he has, like, a cymbal and a fucking snare drum. And yet he's doing fucking insane shit that, like, you could compare it to what somebody can do with the record that's not on the record. Yeah. That's what he's doing with the fucking drum and they just jam out and it's fucking insane. <laughs> so again, that's my biggest part. But again, you can't kill Travis Barker, man. Can't fuck with him. You just can't. <laughs> Lucky just... fucking charms, motherfucker. That's what gave him his powers. <laughs> um, Go back. It's on an interview. Oh, yeah. The... One, the one half hour, the one word he says in the whole interview. What's your favorite cereal? <laughs> Lucky charms. Those were the first words we ever heard from Travis Barker. <laughs> speaking speaking of Blink One Eight Two, though, I started watching the, the Urethra Chronicles on YouTube again. Oh my god, man! I forgot how funny that shit was. I don't even remember those. Do you know what you remember? <laughs> no. it, it was like they're going on tour with the Warp Tour, oh, okay. and uh, they're just talking about like it was prior to making uh, Enema of the State. So this is back when Tom DeLonge was still Tom DeLonge and not an alien. He wasn't in a coma in Florida. Correct. Okay, good. Correct. Um, Which you might still be people. Check that out. Look into it. Tom DeLonge was in a car accident in 1999. <laughs> in a Florida in a coma. Jesus Christ. Um, let's see. Ashland University has an eSports scholarship. Yes, and... As in, like, video games? Yes. So, okay. Not... Not okay. Not only did the recent news come out that they are now offering... There's going to be, like, one or two um, scholarships on the esports team for, I believe, Fortnite players. Oh, fuck not, hell. Yeah, again, I... My uh, moral principle only because now I have to stand ground. I will stand my damn ground, and I will hate this damn game. <laughs> now, granted, I acknowledge it's actually not a bad game, but I'm standing my fucking ground. Fuck that game. Point in case, they added that. But the more, not only that, but what's kind of surprising is they actually had an established esports team with scholarships for other games, like League of Legends and stuff like that, which is pretty fucking cool, man. Like, it's, there's some people who would look at it and be like, the fuck? But at the same time, what are the other things that people get scholarships for? They're games that yeah. people spend all their time playing, right? Yeah. That's exactly what this is. Video games are games people spend all the same time playing. But I mean, like, football, basketball, baseball. Yes, they're sports. More athletic. They take more physical skill. No doubt about it. They are, they are, some, they are both their games, but they're also a sport. But still, all in essence, we're watching it. So at the same time, people watch people playing video games. That's something people do. Like, Twitch is a thing. It, it's pretty much the equivalent of watching, like, a baseball game on ESPN for some people. Because they actually enjoy watching the games and shit. It's like, 
that kind of fucking makes sense. Like, why wouldn't we expand into this and kind of support a thing that is becoming entertainment? Like, there, yeah. there are sports leagues that are losing, video, losing viewers. There are video games and other forms of games that are gaining viewers. And they're growing, and they're starting to offer, like, giant tournaments. And Think about Halo. It makes Halo. fucking sense. Halo did it. And that's one of the old school ones. I mean, at this point, like, these games, like, again, like, Hearthstone and uh, fucking PUBG and, Fort, uh, and uh, Fortnite and shit... They're talking about offering like million dollar tournaments and shit, and that's yeah. ah, pretty fucking impressive. And it's like, well, if it is a legitimate path, why not also merge it the same way sports have been merged into like university systems? Yeah. To not only simultaneously promote the entertainment aspect of it, their future careers, but also give them some other side skills with the regular traditional education. Basically, I think it's pretty fucking cool. Now, mind you, do I think we should be giving out to everybody? Should I, do I think Fortnite deserves the things? No. I think we should probably have fighter game veterans yes. doing it better. There's other video games I think might deserve it more. That's besides the point. The thing is, I like the idea that we're looking at things that people are actually doing and we're evolving with it. We're not holding on to these like ancient notions. Because again, the thing is, it's 20 years ago, you tell somebody, oh, stop playing video games. It doesn't have a future. Yeah. Now you're stupid for saying that. Because yeah. guess what? I could turn on Twitch or not, but this dude right now is making money off of advertisements because we're watching him. So that shit's real. But... Here's here's my only issue with it. How insulting would it be, like, to go to, like, Princeton or some shit? Oh, I'm here at a Mario Kart fucking scholarship. <laughs> and uh, and then, like, what are you here on? Oh, I got a fucking scholarship for uh, being a mathematician. Being fucking smarter than everybody yeah, else in my fucking class. that would be highly disappointing. However, I think as far as I know, I don't think these esports teams are necessarily super elite colleges, but... That's not to say they But, you know, any college. That is a good point. But, I mean, eh, it's kind of the same. Uh, although, chances are, if you're on, like, a video game scholarship, you'll probably have academic skill. <laughs> Why don't we give them the academic scholarship for video games, but they can only go to, like, community colleges? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. All I know <laughs> is the old Luxor either has been completely converted into or just has a giant... Video game arena because I passed by it and it fucking said so on the outside. They they actually did. They had a Fortnite. Uh, yeah, they, they had, had a Fortnite they, one. They've had they've had that. They've had um, they had a giant StarCraft one. They've had a few different ones. Shit's legit, man. I don't know. I love it. Shit is legit. Um, what damn magic scholarship hat? No, <laughs> actually, there is one. You actually have to be really fucking good and way better than me and younger. And I graduated. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I got a damn degree. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is such a thing as croc heels, apparently. And yes, crocs have stepped up into the world of high fashion. That no, don't don't even, don't put them in fucking high fashion. <laughs> Why not, man? Because you gotta be brave as fuck to wear those kinds of things around. <laughs> heels are essentially supposed to make a woman look sexy. There's nothing sexy about Crocs. You tell me crocs. you don't like that little pattern with the rubber look and the holes in it? No. That's basically what it is. It's like a heel and then like a little strap across the feet, but it's that. And you know that's where it came from. There's no, there's no looking at that. Oh, that's not part of a Croc. No. It's like a mutilated part Croc. I, I mean, I will contest that there was a Croc store in the mall once, and I went there and I saw some really, really nice like walking around shoes and was like, oh. Were they shoes or were they Crocs? They they were like shoot they looked like tennis shoes like uh, Chuck Taylors they were secret, secret they they didn't have laces on they were slip on shoes but they looked nice they didn't look like Crocs and I tried them on I was like holy fucking shit like these are really nice this close to buying them 
which I'm holding up my fingers like really close together. Um, I was that close to buying them, but I didn't because there were Crocs. Because I didn't want... You didn't want to be associated with the brand? No, I just didn't want to be like... I just didn't want to look at my feet like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> what the fuck was I thinking? Hey man, I, almost bought a, I almost bought a gel ass cushion earlier from Bed Bath & Beyond because it felt really good on my ass. And I'm still thinking about going back for the thing. <laughs> it's never too late, sir. It's never too late. It's I know never... what that fucking thing is. <laughs> um, tell me about the New Orleans Jaguar. Ooh. So, the zoo, an interesting place. Species from all over the world, grounded together, people staring at them. They don't know what the fuck's happening. In this environment, late one night, a jaguar, a cat of prey, sounds majestic like gonna, predator. Sounds like you're going to jump in the song, but go on. Yes. Decides, hey man, what am I doing in this box? <laughs> Who's in the box next to me? Something really fucking tasty. This goddamn thing chews through his steel cables that are the barrier that keep him inside where he is, gets into six other enclosures, including an emu, I believe, and proceeds to tear these fucking things up (laughs) and eat parts of them. Yeah, by morning he had gotten to six different enclosures. God damn. So he gets away, extra style again, breaks into all them, and... He's not getting in trouble. It's good. They're not going to kill this kid. Because in reality, this is exactly what happened. A jaguar got out of his thing that we put him in and did some jaguar shit. <laughs> you can't blame a jaguar for doing jaguar shit, right? Oh, my God. So, of course not. But here's my point. A lot of people, either in ignorance or willing ignorance, don't remember... The wild animals, particularly predators, fuck shit up. <laughs> they oh, are yeah. not cuddly. No. They are not things we can go up and hug and let run around freely. No. These things, some things, will fucking kill you. Yeah. And that's all about respect. <laughs> respect the fact that we are weak. We can't fight most bit animals close to our dimensions. Sure, we kick a puppy around. But we can't fight a master for real if he wasn't trained genetically to obey us. Like, we are pathetic, and we need to know that. And just remember, we can't let lions run around every place. We don't want to bring lions in to kill things. We don't want to just let them go. They'll kill you. Remember that. I love animals, too, but you also have to understand there's an ecological balance. And just like I said at the end of the fucking Lost World, the last one, don't let the goddamn raptor out of the cage. Don't do that shit. There's a balance. We need some form of animal control to... Make sure things don't get crazy. It's fine. It's good. Just what say. this reminds me of is many moons ago, I went to the San Diego Zoo. Yes. And uh, I went on those double-decker buses. And they went around and stuff. And we got to the, the cats. the Like the big cats. The jaguars, bobcats, all that shit. And I remember we're driving by really slowly by the cats. And they're like, ah, 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 you know, tell, telling us about them and stuff and i see this bobcat like reaching through the bars and out put his paw out and this stupid motherfucker <laughs> this stupid motherfucker on the other side of the bars is like oh i'm gonna reach my hand out i'm gonna touch hands with this fucking bobcat friends. and the the tour guide saw it and it's like 
Well, if you look on your left here, you're going to see the bobcat. And uh, please, sir, do not touch the bobcat because he will maul you. <laughs> Next, we're going to go see the polar bears. As is, uh, oh. That is the perfect example for that because, like, you're stupid. What do you think he's going to do? You think he's going to be like, oh, I made a friend. No, he's like, meat. Yeah, he's like, oh, God, finally. <laughs> One of you dumb motherfuckers. He's like, I wish me. a motherfucker you know would. know how long I've been trying this for? I've been fishing. Fishing for dumb humans. <laughs> um, respect animals, people. Do it. Respect them. <laughs> them. Um, okay. So, tell me about the X Games. You've been watching it, right? I did. I went, and I miss them every now and then, but when I have the opportunity, I try catching. It's basically a weekend of some sweet shit. Basically, I love watching like the skateboard competitions, which is pretty much like a bunch of it. At one point... I want to say maybe this might be like 2012. X Games was fucking huge and that it was on ESPN, ABC all fucking day, all fucking weekend. They had multiple events. They got so far as they had rally racing as a sport. Nice. They had rally racing. They would purposely have surfing. Whole bunch of shit. This year, I struggled to see the shit I wanted to see. Basically what it was, it was about three hours from Thursday, Friday. I think it was Thursday night. If not, it was just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, a couple hours in the evening in ESPN on Saturday and Sunday. It was a couple hours on ABC. And that was it. It was like a couple select events. Basically, it was like BMX, skateboarding, and that was kind of it. The, the events were down. Coverage was down a little bit. I had to like go onto the app to watch some shit. Like, that was kind of interesting to me. Like, again, it, it had full coverage. It was on multiple networks, but just like the coverage was down. But that was just kind of interesting. Though. Again, it's... It, not no signs that it's gonna go anywhere, but that's interesting again. Because I was kind of used to like I thought I would just turn it on. I was like, "What the fuck? Shit's on right now!" Because I knew yeah. it was happening. They used to have an app where you could like access all the things. Not really now. You had to go like the YouTube channel. It was kind of interesting. But the biggest thing I want to say, I wanted to give props to a couple people. So one of the events they did manage to air that I got to see, um, at least might have been pre-recorded, but it was what they called like the next like skate park competition. It was basically eighteen and under. There's two people. One first props. Uh, Liam Pace. He's a 17-year-old here from Tucson. He just graduated from yeah. high school, and he's about to go to the U of A uh, to study electrical engineering, I believe. Some form of engineering. It's a wide fucking field. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, that's not even itself a field. That's a fucking misnomer. Goddamn majors. But point in case is, uh, he took gold in the competition, so he won. Fucking good job. Hell yeah. Tucson's actually a pretty, goddamn, right. good, pretty goddamn good sky. We don't spot. suck! We don't suck! We actually have decent skateboarders. <laughs> there was a dude who was on BMX too, but he didn't. He didn't. I'm sorry. I'd mention you otherwise. But yeah, Van Pace, cool. Another fucking shout out to this dude, Gavin Bodker. He's a 10 year old fucking. A 10 year old who took bronze. 10? Yeah. And he almost. He probably had a shot getting slightly higher and he had to slightly better. But 10 years fucking old. And he's winning bronze medals on national television. And it just makes me think, like, man, I fucked, I, I fucked up three times. <laughs> three times already. The amount of time this kid's been alive and he succeeded. <laughs> He's accomplished more in his 10 years than I have done in my 30. Yeah. <laughs> so it's about pop, to get real sad yeah, on this props bitch. To that, props to that fucking kid. <laughs> Again, um, the little dude's like three feet tall and he was right as good as all the was awesome. But yeah, I love that place. Good, good times. Always watch, watch me some X Games. <laughs> um, you did see something that was pretty fucking crazy. Uh, you saw that a, a marijuana grinder... Shut down an entire fucking an airport. An entire airport. Yes. Power pot. <laughs> so it turns out some TSA agents uh, were expecting an area, I believe it was like around a trash can or something somewhere, and they find an object that is in the shape 
than the shape of a grenade. Oh. And they're like, oh my god, there was a grenade in the airport. We gotta shut this whole fucking place down. <laughs> Turns out, it was a simple marijuana grinder. The kind that looks like something, but you pull it in the middle, it's just magnetically or screw on attached. And yeah, that's all, that's all it was. Oh. It turns out, what ends up happening is it really seems like, basically, I had a dude who showed up at the airport, was about to go to TSA, is like, oh shit, I got a metal grinder in my pocket. I should <laughs> probably throw this away. And just dumped it, thought nothing of it, and left. Apparently, they're trying to figure out they can identify who the passenger was. But I'm like, you should probably just leave this alone, because you guys fucked up in the first place. Yeah. D- don't, don't drag him into this. <laughs> He's already got a lot on his plate. <laughs> exactly. So... I mean, I can sympathize. I mean, I, when I was taking my travel, I, there was nothing on me, but I triple-checked even though I, because I was like, what if? What if there is? What if there <laughs> like, I, I get the emotion, so like, I can see that if you did, like, what the fuck else are you going to do? Yeah. Leave the damn airport? No, just throw the trash can, get on your plane and leave. Yep. <laughs> Never speak about it again. Exactly. So, I mean, some <laughs> potentially uh, almost individual in Las Vegas might have ended up with some of my extras. Who knows? Who knows? I just left it and let things take it take getting care of. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it looks like we got through everything, man. Oh. I have something for do you. Do you? Do I you? Do. I do. I have something. So, we we mentioned a little bit ago that, you know, some people might disagree on certain certain things like uh, Spider-Man 2, for instance. Hmm. By Sam Raimi. And we uh, we know you have taken a very, very, very strong stance. So hard stance. Very yeah. hard stance. Well, we have a dedicated viewer who is, uh, he's, not, he's not giving in on this. And he wants you to know something. What it is, I'm not sure. I have not listened to this. But I received, <laughs> I received an urgent message. Okay. That you need to hear. All right. So here we go. This is, uh, this is, unsub- this is fresh. Let's see. All right, Stephen. I have some fucking beef with you, Okay. In regards to Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is one of the greatest fucking superhero movies ever fucking made, okay? Sam Raimi, my fucking boy, from Evil Dead 1, 2, and 3, he directed a great movie, okay? While cheesy at times, that's also kind of the point. I mean, a, a movie with the sequence with raindrops falling on my head with Tobey Maguire walking down the street, streets of New York, I think it's kind of telling that he's making a cheesy movie on purpose, okay? But it's also great. Tobey Maguire... Okay, say what you want about Tobey Maguire, but for those movies, he is he is he is the Peter Parker that those movies needed. Whether or not he is the best Peter Parker in true to the comics, whatever, he is the perfect Peter Parker for those movies. And those movies, which on their own are fucking great. Okay, I love those movies. The action scenes are great. The characters are great up until three. Three's trash. Okay, I'm not gonna deny three is trash, but two is wonderful. And I am not gonna let you tell me otherwise. It's fucking great, and you're trash for thinking that it's trash. <laughs> Uh, I'm trash for thinking it's trash. I, I, okay, right. I'm, gonna, right. I'm gonna jump on this. You're trash for thinking it's trash. What do you have to say, I Mr. Love, trash? Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> well, defend yourself. Defend myself. Defend okay. yourself. Um, so uh, I did take a little bit of time and I started watching the movie again, and I've come to the conclusion that I do not hate the entire movie in itself. I hurt I hate certain parts of it. What parts are these? Um, I hate the villain. Green Goblin, or... Um, fucking Dr... Doc Ock. Doc Ock, yes. I hate him because I feel like it's completely cheesy, and I think they could have done it way better. They could have... I, I, I think that overall they could have made the villain a little bit more scarier because they kind of humanized him. They, the, the way they portrayed that character was like very... 
very like, oh, I'm just a doctor that no one takes seriously anymore, and, you know, I'm going to turn evil and shit. Fuck that. We've seen that a thousand times over. It's overplayed, overdone. And Tobey Maguire is not the best Spider-Man. Go fuck yourself, Tobey Maguire. For that movie! Specifically, no, he for said that for mo- that movie. For that movie? No. No? No. Mm. It, back in that time, I don't think I know of anyone that would be a better Spider-Man. Not at the top of my head. I would have to do a little research. But I don't think he's a good Spider-Man. I really don't. He play, he, he makes Spider-Man look like a bitch. He... Be, he basically... He's blending. Yeah. Oh, I ran into a theory. <laughs> did you now? I did. The idea that according to a clip in the very first movie, they mentioned a power that we don't seemingly see uh, Toby get, which was camouflage. This is the last power that the scientist mentioned. because has super strength, so on and so forth, so on and so forth, and camouflage. He displays all those powers... But he doesn't have any form of active camouflage. But what he does have is a whole shitload of scenes where people don't seem to remember him. Okay. They don't seem to distinctly remember his exact characteristics. Like in situations where his mask comes off. I mean, one of them looks like everyone's promising to say something. But there's this idea that he kind of disappears in the crowds and gets away from things. And it's just like, he says something and people are like, okay. Like he basically, they're saying one of his superpowers is being super forgettable. (laughs) Okay. And that's a form of camouflage. <laughs> that's for damn sure, because he's forgettable in my eyes. Oh, he's, damn. He is, fired. he is not a good Spider-Man. He's just not. He's just... Uh, I will contest that the movie in itself is okay. It's all right. It's not wonderful. It's not triumphant. It's not, you know, one of the best superhero movies ever. Nathan. <laughs> it's adequate. It is fucking adequate. That is one. <laughs> <laughs> adequate. That's if I that's if, a step up possibly. If I was there on the day that they wrapped shooting, I would say that'll do, pig, to Tobey Maguire and move the fuck on. It was adequate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We are at adequate at this point in okay. time. Okay. We're moving our way up to. Eh. <laughs> And I, next week, we might give a mediocre review. <laughs> I, I, I started looking into it, and I was like, God damn, it made a shit ton of money. And I was like, it did. And fucking it, why? Like, well, here's the thing, and it also existed in a time where it was a gamble to be a superhero movie because we hadn't accepted it yet. True. It, it, I mean, you know, you didn't have any, any of the big blockbusters like Iron Man not, or anything Not only like did that. the movie have to convince us, A, it's cool we're in a superhero universe. That was actually part of the movie. Now you make a movie and we assume it. It actually had to, like, ease its way into it. Mm-hmm. And it worked. I don't know. I think, I think it's some props for that. I, I just... <laughs> I have a lot of problems with that with that movie. And, you know, you've heard most of them. They're just... It, I just think it's fucking cheesy. Whether or not that was the point... Yeah, you really shouldn't gamble on something like that. But it works! It worked because that was the only option that you had. If you had released Iron Man around that fucking time, it would have blown fucking Spider-Man out of the fucking water. Would it? I don't know. I I, I posture posture this. Spider-Man set up Iron Man. Okay, I'll give you that, yeah. That's actually, that's not really that strong of an assertion, is it? No, it's not. But, again, I don't know if it succeeds on its own. Because I don't think we, I don't think, that, I don't think they know how to make Iron Man 
if it happens before Spider-Man. They, they don't know what... They don't know... The formula. The do's and don'ts so much. Not, not even to say that Spider-Man made out of the perfect formula, but I think it helped shape what became the Marvel formula. It, it laid the road for, for superhero movies. I will give it that, but... I... <sighs> God damn! <laughs> I just I can't. I can't. I can't bring myself to say that Tobey Maguire is a good Spider-Man nor a good actor. Have you seen <laughs> Sea Biscuit? That shit is yes, trash. Yes, I have seen Sea Biscuit. He looks like a jockey. Okay, he's tiny and frail and pale. Okay, looks he's like a jockey. Typecast. The horse. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> the horse carried him. Literally, literally carried him. <laughs> two different. That means two different things in this oh, movie. Amazing. <laughs> I, and at least it was a goddamn person. There's yeah. one that came out not that long ago. There wasn't even a fucking person on top of the fucking horse. It was just a horse running away from war. There wasn't even a rider. At least I haven't had a fucking rider. <laughs> come on. Being black and white, you want to go upstairs and take a nap? Come on. He's Classic crying. acting, baby. He's Classic crying. acting. Uh, so, yeah. Spider-Man 2. Adequate. Adequate. Yeah, adequate. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're working our way up. We're working, making it, doing it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, sorry for the extra long episode, but we had a lot of shit to talk about if you, you know, if you haven't already noticed. Yeah, you may, you may have noticed that. I'm not sure if you did. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) If not, what the fuck were you doing? Jacking off? Which is fine. I'll play in the background. Which is fine. That's whatever. Just, Just press play. Um, so I hope like next week we should be able to have a lot more stuff to talk about too. Uh, maybe another mediocre review about Spider-Man 2. I'm going to do some more research. I'm going to I'm gonna watch the movie again and then take notes and right. I'll come back some, with it. Some specifics. So, <laughs> so, yes. You can call me trash for thinking it's trash. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, it. I like it. Uh, Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And um, if you guys want to... Uh, throw a topic our way or you know want us to talk about something or if you even want to be on this podcast let us know yeah just just let us know very easy go to the deep fried nerds instagram just message us and let us know and uh jump us a beat yeah we'll uh we'll get back to you this could work also i got a special i got a special promotion for you guys Ooh. yeah so again i've name dropped a couple things i've mentioned it before oh so i decided i was bored one day and I like. I decided to create a reality of one of the many nicknames we have given the dude in the office right now. Oh, <laughs> yes. And I realized nobody else has done this yet, and it's fucking natural. So we all know the mumble rap phenomenon that's been happening the past year or two, <laughs> and we all know the crazy political situation has been happening the past year or two. Put that shit together, and what do you get? Little Trump. <laughs> Little Trump. Yes, it's a great, terribly <coughs> short-sighted. Horribly put together graphic, but it's awesome because it's Trump with half his hair, half a bunch of pink and purple blue hair, gold grills, ice cream cone tattoo, crybaby tattoo, little star. It's great. It's a fucking sweet t-shirt that if you happen to buy, 10% of it goes to Normal, which is National Organization for Recreational Legalization. It's awesome. Uh, it's funny as hell. If anything, just look at it. If you want to buy it, do it. Kickback. It's, it's on cool. your Twitter, right? It's a Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Uh, if you want to look it up, it's called Mumble Rapper In Chief on Teespring. Um, that's all it is, Mumble Rapper In Chief. I'll post a bunch of it. And if you happen to be listening, use promo code Deep Fried Nerds Podcast. No, Deep Fried Nerds. Yeah, it should work. Try that first. Add podcast if it doesn't. It's like 10% off. <laughs> all right. Do that right. shit. Love it. If you like it, let me know. I'll make more. All Do right. More. 
It's a continuous campaign. Keep going. We'll, I, sold, um, I sold one, literally. We'll try to we'll try to put it on the website or something like that. I need to get that fucker going. God damn. Yeah, I got that website going because I got some ideas, man. These, right. these are catchy, catchy fucking title names. These could be apparels. Love it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you next time. Um, smoke weed every day. Jack off and stick a finger in your butt.